Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 201. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host, Ryan Sinitsky. Finger guns. Uh, Welcome back to the first episode of the new... The 200s. Millennium. No, no, centennial of episodes. Yes. The second centennial. Yes. I I think we started in, what, March 2018? Yeah, something like that. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. Anyway, so we've been um, a lot. <clears throat> I'm drinking a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I'm drinking coffee because I'm not sure if I want more beer. I finished that spotted cow oh, really quickly. He's eating a he's <laughs> drinking eating. a Irish cream nitro cold brew. Delicious. Oh, dude, nitro! Amanda scored me some pumpkin oh. juice. Oh yes. Oh yes. Talk about a life changer! I'm he not even interested in the, Irish cream. Vanilla cold foam. It's so good. I'm just glad that you can get that like longer in the year too. Yeah. That's perfect. Oh god, nitro is so good. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Hello, patrons. Yes. Hello, listener. Hello, four four viewers. Thank you. And Hello. four and four viewers. Yes. Oh, and we have a new follower. We do. Hello, new follower. Hey, Ice Wallow come eighty nine. Hold on, let me expand nice. this. I'm sorry. Oh. What? <laughs> Ice Wallow come eighty nine. Ice Wallow come eighty nine. Yep. Thank you Hello. for the follow. That was two hours ago. I apologize. Yes. The, uh, thank you for following. Um, if you're listening to the VOD, yes, we appreciate it. So, And thank you to the four current viewers, and thank you to the people who are listening after the fact on our regular audio and visual means. Uh, I want to get the episode rolling, but before I do that, head on over to patreon.com forward slash carbitrage on this content uh, support website dealy bop thing that lets you pay us, essentially. You'll find two open-ended levels of support. Um, buys us beer pays for hosting costs at least a portion of it if you want to awesome we appreciate it we'll send you some swag if not we totally get it please keep on listening and tell your friends uh first story we have today i read about this one today uh do you remember bmw adding things like heated seats as a subscription service on a car that you already bought that already has heated seats that is just rude and disgusting so bmw malaysia's had another great idea where they take something that you already had when you bought a new car, and now you got to pay more for it as an option. A and that warranty? is a warranty. Uh... So in Malaysia, apparently it's not against the law to offer a brand new car with only two-year warranty. So they're cutting their five-year manufacturer warranty. Also, this picture makes me want to throw up. <clears throat> Ew. Um, this is everything wrong. They're with... cutting a five-year warranty to a two-year, but they're willing to sell it back to you as an optional extra. So hmm. I... I'm pretty sure this can't exist in this country. I think there's a certain minimum threshold, but I think they could go down to a three-year. So I'm just going to miss a note something here. Okay. Need for Speed 1. Mm-hmm. Awesome game, right? Yes. Yeah, that, that, that was definitely your, like, your E30. They had your Hot Pursuit, <laughs> yep. which was the, e, was the E36. Back when physics yep. didn't matter because if you had put proper physics in a game, you couldn't control it. And then you had your Hot Pursuit <laughs> 2 slash Porsche Unleashed. That was your E46. And then you had the uh, the Need for Speed Underground and Underground 2. That was your E90. Mm-hmm. And then it all went downhill. Yeah, and then you get your F and your And your, your, your Carbon Canyon and then your random ones that nobody knows anything after Pro Street. Even Pro Street. I don't even know that one. Yeah, yeah, because it came after Carbon Candy, and nobody cares after Carbon Candy. And you know what this is? BMW's EA. They're just EA games. Yeah. Who also, also speaking of EA games, lost their uh, official license for Star Wars. Good. Yes, because Disney is like, no, you squandered this. And EA. Is that why it's now free on uh, Epic? No. No, 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 no. Or Origin? I mean. Uh, No, it's. um, 
Yeah, it's one of Battlefront those. Battlefront 2 is free on Something. EA right now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, that's uh, a whole other story. But anyway, <laughs> EA has uh, lost their official license, and then they were like, hey, we love Star Wars. We love the Star Wars gamers. And if you read their tweet, tweet backs, everybody's like, no, fuck you, EA. <laughs> we don't love you. It's one-sided. Eat my ass. <laughs> Of which I, three of those were from Ryan himself. I, I said EA is BMW, I believe it. Yeah, they're just the same company. There's one good portion of EA, and that is the Frostbite engine, which mm-hmm. is the BMW M- B58. Yeah, that's it. Frostbite is B58. The rest of it's and trash. And they put the B58 in the worst possible things. They use, the wor- they use Frostbite in the worst possible instances. Oh, you could have an X3. Yeah. I'd rather die. No, no, thank you. Thank I'd, you. I'd rather not like have anything give me a list of venereal diseases that i could have alternatively i'm I'm gonna walk (laughs) yeah this bus is looking pretty good yeah no thank you so anyway uh i hope dumb i hope this is an isolated incident in this country with this manufacturer because if this starts start if this stuff starts to proliferate we're gonna have a bad time especially when you're talking about a company that produces such unreliable trash like bmw Mm -hmm. like imagine buying a 2.0 BMW with a two-year warranty. Oh, yeah. That'd be awful. It, it, it's really ridiculous. That car's going to last one year and 364 days. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to totally blow up. And it's... And you know what? Um, Something about environmental impact? So... I'm, I need to scroll I'm, down. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm actually just going to blame this. I'm, the people that are, should be most mad at themselves are just BMW fanboys that will buy a BMW just because it's BMW. Um, and I feel like... This is kind of what they get. Like, if you don't hold your company to accountability, like, you get shit like this. And that's the thing is BMW knows that there's a faction of their buyers that will buy their shit. They, they will buy anything at all. They will, you will have an unwashed asshole mm-hmm. with a BMW logo on it, and they will suckle it. And that is... That, that is also that, graphic, but yeah. <laughs> and that, that's now a, I'm thinking about an unwashed <laughs> asshole that's being suckled upon, so thank you. <laughs> I didn't tell you to think about that. How? I'm just saying that's what BMW is giving you right now. And, like, this is the thing. is like Toyota, they didn't go as far as BMW, but Toyota tried to, like, do stuff that wasn't something that their enthusiast would be into. Mm-hmm. And it didn't pay off for them. Like, Scion was a horrible failure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But they kind of acknowledged that when they yeah. canceled it. And that's the thing is they acknowledged it and canceled it. And, like... And Honda, they had good Honda, product, too. Honda did but... that, too. Honda tried to do just a people's car, and now they're like, oh, shit, we need to actually need our enthusiasts. But the problem is... We need an in-game. Well, solution, I guess. Yeah. Both Honda and Kia, they like they failed into success because yes. the product they designed for old people became really popular with young people. Yeah, and so that's the thing. Is like, But, like, BMW, though, like BMW is just totally taking advantage of the fact that they're BMW and people buy their shit for just... Yeah. Regardless of what it is, put a bigger badge on it. They're being what GM, Ford, and Dodge were in the seventies. Uh, is Mary is Mary Barr? Is she at BMW right now? No, no Bob Lutz, I'm sure is. Because uh, <laughs> well, he was, he was one, at yeah. one point, yeah. And Bob Lutz was also the guy that really just kind of like rode GM right into the ground. He also gave us the CTSV wagon six speed. Yeah, and he also killed the uh, the Chevy uh, EV. Yeah. EMV okay. One. So. If Hitler donated like ten billion dollars to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, he would still be a bad person. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It's that. What I want to know is how are people going to lease their BMWs because most leases are three-year terms, and they'll be out of warranty <laughs> in the lease period. I'm curious. That's honestly the thing I want to know most about this. I'm very curious about how a lease works in Malaysia. So are they going to start offering two-year leases? <laughs> Imagine buying back a two-year-old off-lease. 
BMW with no warranty um, in Malaysia. Ima- imagine. <laughs> oh, oh no. Imagining the person that just doesn't know anything about cars and they get their two year warranty lease and they buy out the lease and they're just like, I love this car. This car's been so good to me. It's done nothing wrong to me. I haven't even had to change the oil. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> they drive it back from getting the title and just blows up in their face. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a torrent. Oh. BMW, stop it! Yeah, you're just you're just flooding the world with Touregs. That's, <laughs> That's all, all you're is. doing. This is a bunch of garbage. This is awful. So they need to stop doing that. <clears throat> yeah. So all right. Well, that's awful. The terrible news that we start that we can start. How about this? Let's go to China for some good news. Uh, I'm all yeah, about that's it. That's weird, isn't it? We are now uh, in the air in China. So uh, I'm on a Reddit uh, called R slash uh, Wall Street Bets, okay. uh, where people make like pretty questionable. Damn it! Moonshots? Oh, man. They removed it because uh, you can't trade on the American Stock Exchange. There's this Chinese uh, EV called NEO. Okay. And, um, up. yeah, if you, if you just Google them, maybe, Chi- like NEO, NIO EV. So they make uh, images. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. That's it. Done. That looks like a Model S scaled down into Model 3 size. Yeah, you're right, isn't it? Weird. Well, so they're actually uh, Tesla's biggest competitor in China. Hmm. And so on top of the normal stuff that Tesla gives you, NEO is really just like gone to the next level. NEO is ready for tomorrow. Yeah. They've gone to the next level, like kind of like being Tesla's best competition. Because instead of – they also kind of – they look pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It looks like a, a Kona that's rounded out a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. It looks pretty cool. I'm not offended by it. So um, – but – all right. So the ownership experience so, of the Neo, Yeah. The ownership of experience of the Neo apparently is be like way better that's than the Tesla. Anus. Yes, it is. It does look like a Urus. But anyway, the ownership experience would be way better than a Tesla apparently in China. Hmm. Because on top of having just the dealership – they actually give you a workspace that you can work in with other Neo owners. So like a like a, share, like a, a WeWork like a WeWork space that nice. you can have as well along with the car. They give you like a kind of like a, cool. almost like a forum. Like they give you instead of just buying the car and it's like you know Tesla people are all like they see other Teslas and they're elitist. Neo's leaning into this. The amount of times in the Tesla groups I've seen the post. Why isn't there an all Tesla owner dating app? I'm just like, <laughs> literally, there is. <laughs> Neil probably would do that, but like they're doing all the things that are like that. So everything that Tesla people like would totally eat up. Neo's actually making that. So they're making like Neo only lounges and like coffee shops and everything. So you can like, go and hang out with other Neo owners in China. And is so- this going to turn into like racial inequality? <laughs> just like economic. It's just Neo's only. Yeah. But, um, no, I think you have to, they like, they charge it to like your monthly car payment. Oh, okay. like, so I think it's also like really cool. So you can go there and I just can have see like, that though. Cause I mean, my car has got unlimited LTE for life. Exactly. So, I mean, the company is subsidizing it in some way. Exactly. But and they're so, planning to sell a lot of units, so, obviously. Exactly. And that's kind of their way of doing that is that they give you the premium product. And I think it's just really cool how Neo's leaning into this and they're really making, um, a, the best competitor I've seen to Tesla thus far. Um, it's a bummer that they took down the original page. The original page, because the guy that was um, that was talking about him was actually doing a walkthrough of a Neo, like not really. I can't remember what he used instead of a dealership, but the Neo Lounge where you buy them sure. that they were building, like a Fiat Studio. Yeah, it's kind of like a Fiat Studio. And uh, but like imagine if like a Fiat was, you know, aimed at Tesla people is absolutely awesome. And I, I think if Neo comes to America ever, uh, 
Tesla's gonna have some really big problems. Well, it's, it like makes sense because when you need to like charge your car, you want to hang out somewhere. And that's the thing is like it mm-hmm. works perfectly for EVs because yeah, they all their charging ports well, are there. And so. you're doing this in a country that has no electric infrastructure, or electric vehicle charging infrastructure. So if you can establish yeah. something like this, yeah, we're like, yeah, I'm gonna make EV truck stops, but like I'm gonna do it the way EVs should need this I, done yeah like make it nice that might be really successful and in china and they're doing that in china uh where i mean everybody in china is getting those cars i think if they brought that to if they brought that idea to america mm-hmm. and they're like you know what hey we have these charging points oh by the way you can probably you can throw in your tesla if you want to come check out well, our cool i'm Neos. sure they would be ccs yeah I'm like yeah I'm like here, here i'm on a road trip in my nero ev and yeah. the motor probably hasn't broken. <laughs> Come inside of our Neo suite. Yeah, I would it. 100% do that. I would take my Tesla with the CCS adapter. Yeah, it's it'd be totally worth it. And you'll end up... I took a trip last week in my Tesla. I'm like, this infrastructure is awesome, but nothing is open next to the supercharger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm, I'm bored. So, like, yeah, they have, like, their, they have their things that are, like, open during the daytime, of course, but they also have, like, inside, like, 24-hour stuff. So like you get to at least sit somewhere a little goddamn nicer. convenience store in the That's thing. pretty much what they're Good. doing. Yeah, yeah. I Neil, think Neil, great job. Th- Do this it. is what EV ownership should be like. Let me know what kind of cryptocurrency you like. I'll buy yeah, it. Yeah, that's a, and they look great. Yeah. Like they don't look bad at all. That's lo- a, it's a sedan. It's well proportioned. Looks like I could put a hitch on it. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm not mad about this. I'm really like, if, I would like buy a, this. It's is a, key, a very it's a Kia Tesla. Yeah, if this is a very high likelihood of being the first Chinese car I ever want to buy. You don't, like, you don't want a Guangxi Chumpchi or a Changlin to Mecca? Uh, well, you know, I actual daily driver, I should say. So what about a Guangxi Chumpchi? I'll take a Chumpchi. <laughs> I just love that name so much. It's what a Chumpchi. Was, I, I thought I actually, you were, like, making fun of it, and then I realized, no, that's probably That's actually thing. the name. That yeah. was James May's yeah. China car from 10 years ago. And it was now. actually a good car, huh? It was, yeah, other than the fact it had an old twin spark engine from Fiat yeah. and a three-speed auto. Hey, it was actually it, a pretty decent it was car. Decent. It was, they're dealing with hammy now and stuff. But no, I mean, like. Amazing um, how far they've come. No, they, they actually have some really cool ones. What was I thinking of? Oh, the um, Leafon 360i is a knockdown of a Mini that uh, well, actually it, was, like, forced to not be sold in Europe because it, like, failed test, like, crash testing so spectacularly. <laughs> I think we watched the crash yeah. test on that. Uh, I would actually want one of those. Isn't BYD Chinese? Yes, BYD is Chinese. They make a ton of really awesome stuff. So actually, there are some cool Chinese cars. But this is the one where it like BYD should partner with these guys for their yeah. infrastructure. Then, but I would say like, as far as a Chinese car that I'm actually very excited about and would like go out of my way to buy, such as like how I went out of my way to buy a Fiat Turbo. Heck yeah! It, this is this would be my first Chinese car. I go out of my way to buy it because that sounds awesome. So I'm a big fan of it. Neo sounds really cool. Yeah. I hope they eventually come to America. No, I mean, at some point, I will replace my Model S, and right now, nothing's wooing me. So <laughs> I'd have to confirm it's not made out of steel. Yeah, I don't know what it's made out of. Probably steel. Bamboo or something. No. I'm fine with bamboo. Actually, bamboo would be really cool. It would be horrible, but it would be very no, cool. No, actually, they, <laughs> there's, uh, some bre- there's some species of bamboo that are stronger than steel. Probably, pr- anyway. But anyway, that- this is a tangent we could talk about for a long time. <laughs> not into a bamboo car right now. I'm into a bamboo car. That's cool. Unless I live in China, in which my car would then be eaten by pandas and be terrible. <laughs> no, the pandas are very, very particular about their bamboo. There's like. Uh, so if they won't eat pan- painted bamboo? No, no, one of the reasons. <laughs> very, very anal retentive about them, actually. Sorry. Like, I did it again this episode. So <laughs> zoos have been like trying really, really hard to like help the. Pa- 
panda population, right? Yeah. Well, there's like these pandas in, I think, Canada that they have to ship their bamboo from a very specific region in China every single day or at least like two or three times a week. Yeah, wow. I heard about because that. Because... So. They so they only, can't like, just leave, like, KY game. Intimate Sensations out for the pandas and just call it good? No, no, they have to be, like, really, really specific about it. Damn. Like, it's absolute insanity. Pandas, like, evolutionarily, these pandas should no longer exist. I think Jada's maybe a panda. Probably. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, is she just, Wrong. like, is she mm-hmm. super anal She's about sheets? Not not what she eats, but things in life. Mm-hmm. That's Just, how- like, the, her patterns and just, like, the way she does certain, Yes. Jada and Lucy should hang out because Lucy's the same way. Like he is, he refuses to eat pate. Mm. And so, uh, I took some of his cat food as a pate and I cut it up. So it looked like chunks of food. And then I poured some water in it and stirred it up and made it look like it was in gravy. Mm. And then he ate it today. I did. I did kind of the same thing, but not nearly as consistently as I did last time. He did not eat it. It was a hundred percent not into it. It was the exact same food except one was a pate one was a gravy. Yep. It's just the water content. I, just... I love how big of assholes cats are. <laughs> like, and it's a ten dollar thing of wet food. Okay, I don't care either. I know. Then like, <laughs> they were telling us he only eats this wet food that you can only get at Chuck and Don's or high end mm-hmm. pet stores, and we we're like, okay, that's fine if that's what he eats. So we stocked up on it. And then we were she at the, the this was before we even like, trash food. Yeah. And then we, I went to the pet store by my house where they don't carry a lot of high end. Mm-hmm. They have like a few high end brands, but they only carry one or two flavors of them. Oh, and they had cans that were like 50 cents on sale and they're like called mittens morsels. And I was like, that's an adorable name. It is a very adorable yeah. name. And I bought like two cans of it and we brought him home and he wouldn't touch would the not. stuff. This is really common because I've yeah. all the wet food I have in my house is stuff Scott's bought for Beamer. Won't touch it. Yeah. And then like I gave him some packets of shit that a coworker gave me after his cat died. Yeah. And like it's like pouches of like wet gravy food yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's all Beamer will eat now. Yeah. She's yeah. like, give me more of that. Whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. But like and that's my cats are just like they jizz their shorts if I open a cheese bag in the fridge. Like Oh yeah. Lucy does not touch any like human food except for gravy that must be rice. nice and yeah. just plain mcdonald's french fries and gravy it's it and he, like, i mean good all, taste but... like nibbles a little bit of the french fry god i love cats yeah. it's pretty great cats anyway so mint <laughs> so let's move uh, on. anyway so um i'm actually gonna use this as a segue so before i came down here today mm-hmm. a little late because uh, I was uh, I was waiting in line at a micro center on a Saturday, which yes. you should yeah. never do in the middle of winter, or during a pandemic, or during a pandemic, or during a huge silicon shortage. <laughs> However, I did, and I ended up with a 6900 XT. So I'm excited to go home and benchmark that tonight. But the reason why what I mentioned that is benchmark them. You don't even play video games. No, you just benchmark. I'm gonna benchmark them, them once, and then they're just gonna get thrown in a PC that's on sometimes. All right. <laughs> I, I have a computer behind my TV upstairs in my living room that just runs an IP webcam, and it's a Ryzen 9 3900X and an RTX 2060 with 32 gigs of RAM. And all it does is run an IP cam because it's just like that's the shittiest hardware I have. That, that computer is, has a much better processor and a significantly worse GPU than my computer. Correct. But that would probably it, that's, your your webcam computer could run Cyberpunk. 
my 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 <laughs> webcam computer downstairs is a Ryzen Threadripper and an RTX 3070. <laughs> yes, that will definitely run Cyberpunk. That will max out any current title at 1440p. Yes, oh and it, it it doesn't. It runs OBS, which I could do with a netbook. Anyway, uh, anyway. So <laughs> the reason that. why I mentioned this, not, not you're a weird the flight. reason why this this is entirely like this silicon shortage. Is entirely unnecessary. It would not happen if you didn't exist. No, 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 no. It's no. just you. No, it's not. I want it's stuff. Enti- this is an entirely artificial I shortage. I paid MSRP or higher for all of these products. Yeah. Because you used all the silicone in the world. Silicon. No <laughs> E. Different products. Anyway, the reason why I bring this up, not a subtle flex, but because this silicon shortage is now leaking big time mm-hmm. into yeah. car production. Yes. So, uh, the first article I found was about Subaru. However, Ford has since... Yeah, Ford, Ford, Volkswagen Auto Group, mm-hmm. and Toyota are now cutting their workforces by as much as half. Ford uh, is stopping production on all of their trucks mm-hmm. other than the F-150 because of this yeah. for like two weeks. And it's because they can't get infotainment systems. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because I think info st- infotainment systems are really stupid. And yeah, how about you just put a radio in it and call yeah. it good? Just call it a day. Right? There you go. That's also, a, whenever I go into a car and I see this giant screen, I go, ugh. I'm like, that's going to be obsolete There's in one very good vehicle in this entire photo. Can you spot it? Uh, I don't see. Oh, 3.6R. It's a 3.6R. I'm not going to call it a very good vehicle because that's still a CVT. That's but a 3.6R it has a good engine. Touring. Mm, it's a great. very, very good car. It's got a heated steering wheel. I do like heated steering wheels. That's what I'm saying. But it's a great the Subaru vehicle. I had recently had a heated steering wheel, and it was hot garbage. Really? Which yes. Subaru did you have? Legacy 2 What year? I don't, I don't Ryan. Their older ones sucked. But no, the, 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 it, it was a brand new car. Morris, oh, really? Morris oh, Loner. Yeah, oh. but it was a really, really high-spec four-cylinder legacy. But, like, I wanted to drive this car into a nunnery <laughs> at full speed. You just hated it. Yes. It was so bad. <laughs> Looks like you're about to drive off the road. <clears throat> oh, you can turn all those off. I did every time I turned yeah, on the do. ignition. Because yeah. you have to do it every time you turn on the car. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I've got a four-step process of turning on my Fiat. Anyway, let's turn the key, hit the sport button. No, I turn the key, hit the sport button, hit the uh, fog lights, hit the traction control. It's four steps. Oh, I guess I didn't even think about those. I did all those things, (laughs) too. I have four (laughs) steps. The four-step process to turn on a Fiat. It's a six-step process to turn on a Subaru. (laughs) Yeah, but you have to wait for their godforsaken horseshit infotainment system, which they they can't get to turn on. And then it's buried in a car control menu. It's not like it's a hard oh, button they, you click. Oh, once. it used to be a hard button. No, the legacy—it's all in the infotainment system under oh, like vehicle dumb. settings. Yeah, so like it's a five that's minutes bad. engine warm up while you're fiddling well, with all this engine, crap. Maybe they did that on purpose because they're—they have problems with their engine. I reliability. hate this so much. I think it's because they have engine reliability issues and they want people to slow down before they turn on the car and let it get up to operating temperature. Yeah, the zero to be 16 oil. Yes, <laughs> it doesn't blow up the car immediately. So anyway, I hope that this continues and I hope that they start shipping cars with regular radios yeah, in them I'm, instead. I, I've been over infotainment since about 2006. Yeah, I'm like, when my mom first got her 335 and 07, I'm like, cool, get the iDrive. And like a year later, it had to get replaced to like a newer model so it would work and at that point i'm like this is dumb and then i started buying cars and i started seeing these old infotainment systems i'm like they're if you want it to laugh at it like i have in my back the blue m3 yeah which i should tell you guys the story on getting a replacement navi in it for that boy that was fun i'm sure 
like people are like, oh, get the new Dynavin CarPlay thing. I'm like, I'm honestly considering going to a regular radio head yeah. unit. Just go tell your standard uh, Blaupunk that Blaupunk makes some like stealth ones that look like Blaupunk made the 98 and 99 radios, and then it went to Alpine, but they look the same. Yeah. Um, but I got a replacement four by three aspect nav. They o- they offered this in ninety nine and two thousand. That's hilarious. In the three twenty eight CI and the three thirty D, and my M three. I've never seen another one in an M three before. <laughs> Mine came out of a German language three thirty D, but luckily the language is stored in the computer in the trunk, not Perfect. the head unit. That's so good. It took a long time to find one. Um, I actually found it via part number on eBay. It was in California. No idea nice. why I'm not yeah. asking questions. Sent them an offer because it had been listed for like 90 days. Mm. It was like there. a 50% off offer. It, but I'm it, like, it this has been there forever. Legit what it was worth. And they, they countered it like five bucks under. And I sent him a message with my original offer. I'm like, just because it's rare doesn't mean it's valuable. This has <laughs> been on for three months. I am the only retard looking for one of these things right now. And I know I just use the R word. But yeah. Let's <clears throat> avoid using that moving forward because of the NASCAR thing. Do I have to go take sensitivity training? No, now? you don't. Okay, fine. So I'm anyway, you, you, you caught your mistake. Yeah, you did. They, you caught your. Difference. That's the thing. Is like you. I'm if also you, self-inflicting. If, if you if you catch your mistake, that's different. Because it's not like this is a, a newer term. That it's we're also me not and I am that thing. Um, so anyway, I plugged it in the car and I left him good feedback or whatever. I'm just like, I, they they didn't say a word. They just accepted the offer, and, <laughs> and it showed up. I'm like, all right, cool. So anyway, uh, long story short, infotainment sucks. Uh, don't buy a car with it. I'm glad that there's a shortage. I'm just, I'm so happy because you know who's not having to like stop any production of anything? What Mitsubishi? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> they just don't, they don't use it. I mean, the Mirage is an optional infotainment. <laughs> Nobody but... specs out their car with well, the no. high level options. I mean, they get it because it's a hundred dollars a month. That's so like my a Mitsubishi. Dad's Ridgeline has <laughs> the backup camera in the mm. mirror, and so like my. I have problems with my eyes and whenever like you know I never used a backup camera but whenever I'm in his car and then all of a sudden there's like a backup camera on my rearview mirror I'm like go away. <laughs> well backup cameras have been mandated since 2013 but where they put them is important and your that's parents a have a big one because yeah parents, the rearview mirror displays just like no. your mom's van putting the little four by three like two inch screen like a block away at the like where the like where the, the clock should be that, at the top of the dashboard. That is an ass-mad Toyota engineer right there. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you your backup camera. Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> they, like, they give you like a telescope so you can go look at it. <laughs> yeah. It's just ridiculous. Because like, my mom's like, oh, it's so hard to see on there when it's Because yeah, it's 100 miles and away. And I'm like, it's like 60 pixels. why do you use it? You can see everything through the windows. Yeah, you can see. It's like there for technicality. But like seriously, it's literally. I only it's use literally, it to see if there's a child behind it. It is this big. I only use it for like trailer hitches. It's this big and this far away. Yeah. No, we have, we have a GMC, a 2010 GMC Terrain V6 at work. That's our like runaround vehicle. It's got the rearview mirror mounted yeah. one. I'm like, this is worse than not having anything. Yeah, because yeah. now in I the can't Tesla, see it. it's a 17-inch display, and the camera's high def. I'm like, That's I don't even nice. turn around anymore because this thing is so good. Yeah, it's better than looking out your back window. I know. And then I drive the Fiat. I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> I have to turn around. I li- I literally like put it in reverse, and I'm like. Oh. Scott, I... Scott mentioned that in my headrest in my car, and he's like, "How do you how do you see that?" I'm like, implying I can even see a headrest. It's right where my head is. Like, no, 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 the rear headrest. I pulled those out of all the fields. I, I, I never had. pull them out because oh. it doesn't. It doesn't, makes no difference. It to holds me. the cat in place. It also holds. Lucy <sighs> okay. loves right, them. Fine. So fine. If you like them, then yeah. Wow, that was loud. <laughs> 
I'm sure I won't hear it in the recording. Oh, that one you might hear, actually. That was very loud. I don't turn around when I'm backing out of my driveway because you can't see anything. And, like, I assume people are going to stop when they see a car reversing out. But Just go slow. Do... I know, fun. I always go slow, and then they honk at me, and I'm like, you have to stop for, like... You weren't there two seconds ago when I looked. You can just blame it on it, it being a Sienna. You know what? Fine. Actually, there. now that I'm thinking about it, there's one car with infotainment that I actually like the infotainment in. Oh. Guess. Try to guess what this is. A Volvo. No. Jana, take a guess. <laughs> at, what, what do you think the one car with infotainment is actually like? Oh, the Honda City E. No. Okay. I got nothing. Subaru GL10? No. It is actually the first generation. Rihanna? Actually, yes, the vehicle is too. Um, <laughs> but no, it's the, the first generation Hyundai Sonata hybrid because they had XM satellite radio, they had a heavy metal station, and they had a little. Like, <laughs> Scott said Rihanna. <laughs> the Rihanna's, I forgot that that is technically so, infotainment. Touch, yeah. Oh, and the, uh, the Laganda in that same yeah. vein. Touchscreen so, CRTs. Yeah, t- anything with the touchscreen CRT. <laughs> but the. Um, you, you like the little like economy meter was yeah. the car driving along a country road and you had the little trees in the background country road <laughs> and so well. the trees if you're if you're driving eco friendly well. the trees are really green and like birds come out and when you die when you drive like poorly like as i do mm-hmm. all the leaves the trees die and the sky turns red and fire like shows up in the background like i'm like driving along listening to heavy metal i see that like, yeah this is great <laughs> listening like south of heaven by slayer and like watching these trees be on fire i'm like oh this is great it's like watching demons fight in my car the car does spotify <laughs> connection and it changes your playlist depending on how you Oh my oh, god! I would always it does like NPR in the green, and then it does god, Slayer. If, I would red. I would absolutely be just driving it in like like full throttle in the lowest gear possible or the highest gear possible, just to use as much gas as I can. And then when I'm coasting along like on the highway, <laughs> I'll like put it in seconds, just bouncing off of rev yeah, limiter. My mom yells at me for not being <laughs> eco friendly in her Toyota Sienna. That's not eco friendly. And I'm car. like. Mother, it's, it's not going to be eco-friendly. Also, your pedal is so much lighter than mine that there's no way that I'm going to go from driving my Sienna to yours and be eco-friendly. You have all the tipping in the world in your mom's fam. And let's be honest, that kind of vehicle, once you get to that kind of weight with the engine displacement, it's like the old ML I drove in high school. Mm-hmm. Like It didn't matter if you were the just the rudest you could possibly yeah. be to the vehicle mm-hmm. or you drove it like a granny. It was like a 3 MPG difference. Like, like, I just yeah. don't care. I'm just going to drive it like a hooligan. Yeah, I remember my dad tracking my uh, MPG when I was driving his Ridgeline when I first started driving. Just, just for fun. Like, oh, it was okay. Never, it was never like I got in trouble. <laughs> he just wanted say. to make sure that I wasn't goofing around with his his truck, which is like his baby. Pride and joy. Um, and he's so, like Hank Hill. So. Like, he, he just wanted to make sure that I wasn't Let's like, give him the NASCAR handbook. you know, as a teenager <laughs> does. And I remember I had to bring my sister... And my sister would make me, she'd text me like 10 minutes early. Mm -hmm. And so I'd sit in a parking lot for 10 minutes, which is fine. But like, he was like, wait, you've been driving my car for a week and I'm getting like fuel. The MBGs are like way down. It's like a zero MBG. Like, how do you do that? And I'm like, zero. I can all strive for that. I've been sitting in parking lots waiting for Julie. He goes, Oh, I was scared because <laughs> we thought I was driving like a hooligan <laughs> So, back to my... So, it uh, wasn't for fun then. Okay. Yes. So, back to my uh, Hyundai thing and actually the Ridgeline as well. 
I want to talk about Hyundai making a pickup. Mm. What? Yes. Click on my link. Hyundai making a pickup? Yeah. It's called the Santa Cruz, and it looks like a Hyundai original. Whoa. I don't kind of like that. It looks like a warthog, but somebody modernized it huh. and put street tires on it. I know, right? It's weird. Like I I, you, guys, you guys had both sides of the argument. Like, how do you feel about that? I height? don't hate that. Yeah, so I, I hate, hate trucks. Like, There's one photo. What okay. what this is is they're just they're making a new Ridgeline. Like that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Like, that's just a Hyundai Ridgeline. That's uh, definitely better than a Gen Two. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a Ute as well because it's monocoque. Wait, I'm a big fan of it. Scott, what was also the vector in reference to? Sorry, uh, probably the. Uh, Touchscreen. Oh, the the vector has a cool touchscreen. Apparently, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this thing. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Infotainment. Okay. Um, but it's be a starting price around twenty five thousand dollars. It's it's gonna reach dealers two thousand twenty one. Uh, yeah, monocoque, which would be great. This would be exactly what your dad needs. Mhm. Except for he's never gonna buy a Hyundai. Yeah. Well, he he just do he the really Simpsons pre- thing and put a Honda badge on it. He pressured Julie into buying a Kia. That's so, true. So I mean, he can pressure himself into buying a Hyundai. I mean, <laughs> it's basically everything he wants. I mean, it'll probably have a motor that will require a class action well, lawsuit. Let's just scroll like down that. for a second. Well, they're actually pretty good about their re. So it's got two four or a turbocharged inline four. God, that looks great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That's not infotainment, though. That's just the gauge cluster. Yes, that is. We have a separate... Yeah, gauge clusters are different. <clears throat> BS, the Factor W8 is... Wow, interesting car. It is the perfect vehicle. I do not like it at all from this angle. Well, I mean, this is also the original concept, because you look at the doors. Like, this is the... Yeah. Yeah, now it's a, a full-fledged Hyundai, four-door. Just give so us a new go, X90. Go, go back to the, to the original one, because that's a production version that I showed you. Yeah, but it only had one photo. Well, I'm, I know, but I'm looking at the other information that's giving me. That there's words there's that tell none. me things. The words are useless. No, I'm reading the words. I just said there's a 2.4 liter four-cylinder and a two-liter turbo four-cylinder. Unfortunately, it is automatic, but whatever. So are the um, All-wheel drive only. And it's all-wheel drive only. Again, so are the Ridgelines. So basically what this is, is this is what a modern Ridgeline should be. This is It's just a cool. buzzier Ridgeline. I wonder if it's be a little bit smaller, too. Because the Ridgeline's issue is its size. Yeah. What do you think this is based on? Uh, oh, this is a Sonata all day. Oh, I thought it was a Sorento. Oh, so, no, no a Sonata Santa Fe, same thing. I, okay, but we're talking a size down from the Palisade. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be. This smaller. is based on a CUV. It's, it's going to be. It's going to be based off like the CUV, not the big truck thing. And I think a that Santa the issue, Fe elongated one. That's yeah, what I think. This I, is. I think that um, this is going to be based off the shorter wheelbase Santa Fe. You think it'll be on the Sport? I think it'll be on, on the basic Santa Fe, yeah. No, Santa Fe is a three-row. The Santa Fe Sport is a short boy. No, the, the, the pal- I'm saying not the Palisade. The not Palisade. Those are different things. Palisade's even a size bigger. Okay, so I'm saying, yeah, the Santa Fe full-size Santa Fe. Okay. Yeah. I, I think yes, that, I think that. Because yes. the issue with the Ridgeline is the Ridgeline had the same footprint as an Odyssey, which put it on hmm. par with trucks. Oh, yeah. interesting. Even though it's based on a Pilot? I know, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's like length. If you actually look at it, like its footprint in your driveway is the same size. Yeah. It's like the same size as an Odyssey. Huh. But I think this would be, a, if this is a little bit smaller, like if this is six inches shorter, this will be perfect because this can get you all the stuff you need to do with a truck. It's Which be, is nothing because nobody uses a truck yeah, for a truck. You know what? This bed is solely going to exist mm-hmm. for putting in like dirty shit that you don't want in your interior. Yeah. 
that's hockey stuff. Yeah, or something. it goes in the bed. Yeah. Like, that's perfect. People just, they'll buy this because they want a truck. So, yeah, great, actually, because yeah, it's probably going to be more efficient I'm and better to drive. A, I'm a big fan of this. I think this would be really, really cool. I like this angle. Yeah, I think I like this way more than the actual, um, like, most trucks being made. So, I'm a big fan of it. I'm going to go to the chat here for a second. Yes. Uh, I made a mistake on the Jeep Gladiator hmm. when we were discussing the extremely cheap lease. Uh, you could get those with the six-speed. Oh. What? Yeah, you can get a Gladiator with a six-speed manual. Since when? Since they launched. No, you couldn't. Interesting. With the 3.6, but not with the diesel. Just like the JL. No <clears> way. <throat> yep. Show it to me. Because I'm fairly confident that they did not offer it. Oh. <laughs> I love the uh, the article title. 2020 Jeep Gladiator Sport Manual First Test Unhappy Marriage. <laughs> Yeah, you could but get it. But no, yep. as of 2020, though. That's a JL. But, I mean, as of the, 2020. The Gladiator was new in 2020 on the yeah. JL platform. No, I thought they did the... J oh, it was the JK. Yeah, the gladiator. JK, there was another oh, okay. Gladiator. So, yeah, the Gladiator... I would have one of those because you can get it with a stick. But I for, you, I for the Karens... J, I think you got a Gladiator in like 2018. <clears throat> no. Those no, are brand new product. Yeah. I know. Years don't matter. It's like, whose line is it anyway, this... A decade. Uh, I, the Gladiator still sucks, even if you get it with a manual. But, it it um, does, but I mean, I would. I have a hard time pooing yeah, on anything that's made with a manual. I'm gonna poo poo it because I know it's a Jeep, and it sucks, and it's worthless. When I was shopping for the FJ, I almost bought a JK. I would not have kept it long. In no, hindsight. you wouldn't have. <clears throat> that would not have lasted anywhere near. You would have needed that into. Yeah, you, you would have hated oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm like, this is terrible. I've driven JKs. I hate them. They I suck a lot. I enjoyed the JK I had in California, but that was for a week, not for longer. It, it gets it gets old yeah, quick. Yeah, I'm sure it does. So, uh, okay, all right, fine. Uh, I want to talk about a shipping company that is responsible for bringing most of the cargo from China to the. Oh wait. No, sorry, Porsche. I want to talk about a Porsche. Oh, uh, oh, I thought we were talking about uh, the MMR. I thought this was a Marisk behind the guys. Oh. I'm sorry. Um, so there's an all-electric cannonball record. It's very slow. Okay. I thought, see, when I was reading this, I was assuming there's a record of shipping. Somebody took a boat from New York through the Panama Canal yep. to L.A. I thought so, too. So I'll just roll with this. It's the same um, amount of time. Yeah. It's a, a 40... 45, 16. 45 hours, 16 minutes, which is about what it would take God. for the Emma Marisk to do that, <laughs> uh, really that loop. <clears throat> anyway, so these guys took a, I'm sorry, this is a, this is a Porsche taken, right? This is a Porsche. Yes. Okay. This is, this so is, is a this car. A this is a car. On, they're, they're on <clears throat> land. This is on they're land. On, they're on land. These yes. guys are in front of a, a car with land wheels. Yes. And this is electric. And they, yes. yeah, so they did this electric car diesel. thing. No, but okay. they. But they didn't take the water. This was on the. This is this is this, this is the car, not the boat. Okay, so let me. Yes, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yep, okay, land. Okay, yep, the okay. There is a charger. So anyway, these guys. This, this is the EV. The Porsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Porsche. EV. Okay, yes. The not one. The, oh, not the boat. Confusing yes. because same size and weight. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Very so very easy to this, confuse. This uh, land-based shipping container ship went coast to coast with three guys. Yes. Uh, in. 45 hours, 16 minutes, which is about... That is quite good for dragging a boat across the land. It is very good, especially because they had to charge this boat across the land. Yes. But this was a sponsored joint venture between Porsche and Electrify America. And honestly, it's impressive. They did a, a full time-lapse video of their entire journey, and it, it's pretty cool. But honestly, like if you took a Model 3 long-range 
you would obliterate this doing the same thing because EA's super or uh, supercharging their level three network is not as good as Tesla's and the charge rates on this car, although good, you have to aim for specific chargers that have enough capacity to actually you this know, is, leverage. That's dumb. But like you know, they're they're I mean the the Emma Bear's Porsche Porsche taken for yes. us. It has an eight hundred volt electrical system, so it's able to. Uh, DC fast charge at a lower state of charge when the battery's more empty it's able to really cram a lot yeah. of charge in really quickly which is what they were showcasing but I mean again with a modern Tesla you're going to be doing the same kind yeah. of charge currents anyway and you're going to get a more efficient burn I think with, with the newest batteries that Tesla's using <clears throat> um, they're probably going to be able to beat this and also they don't have they don't have to go via oh. wa- they don't have to go via the water Scott's saying the uh, Porsche Taycan 4S is 110 pounds lighter than the TMS Long Range. Huh. Uh, I don't believe that. Uh, <laughs> he did a test last year before in the Tesla Model 3 Long Range, and this beat it. Bollocks. Uh, bollocks. Yeah, he wasn't trying hard enough because this was a sponsored venture with Electrify America. Anytime there's a manufacturer involved, I just don't care. I don't yeah. trust the numbers. And, again, COVID traffic. 2019 versus 2020 it's lighter now than it was in april or whatever when a lot of people are doing these trips but i mean it's impressive but yeah. again uh, the tycon is not as good a vehicle for road tripping as a tesla just also, because of the network the uh, the and, thing the thing is all right so with the Campbell run it's never been about what's what the best road trip vehicle is uh-uh. it's more about the preparation that goes into it like yeah. there's a reason that the record was previously an infinity qx 45 with it just the <laughs> right. entire back and was a gas tank like so I, I would be curious to look at their actual um soc versus kilowatt oh the charge curve. but again yeah. it's manufacturer sponsored so the car that they got is from porsche it's probably not a you, you production spec gonna vehicle happen to this if they drove this the probably most efficient route would be via the rust belt and since this is made of steel mm-hmm. it's gonna rust oh yeah definitely. and that won't happen on the tesla Correct. Well, not on a Model S or X. Yes, the, the, the three it will rust. Yeah. But th- not on th- this will rust immediately. This one. Also, this is German modern German paint, which is water based. Water based. Yep. Which it'll probably just flake off anyway. We've all seen a Maersk shipping line thing in a port, and it's got rust around yeah. the paint. Yeah. And I mean, you've all seen what a Mark V Jetta looks like. What makes you think this would have any better paint than a Mark V Jetta? Yeah. This uh, an impressive vehicle, but uh, again, swing and a miss. Yeah, I don't really care about this. Tauta, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they're showing off. CCS electrified charging network. I'm glad they're I, showing I like the off the benefits of an 800 volt electrical system. I also system. like the fact that you can say I can drive from New York to LA in 45 hours. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of cool saying that because usually people think like, yeah, oh, without, it's gonna be, yeah. oh, it's gonna be 45 hours to drive from Minneapolis to Chicago is what people think. Right. But really, <laughs> like, no, it's not that bad. Like, it, it's four years ago, yeah, but not right now. Yeah, it's it, like eight the, hours. The rate at which yes. this kind of stuff is accelerating is, is incredible, but the infrastructure is now so much better than the vehicles. And that's the thing is like that. I think that's more the more important item here is the fact that your infrastructure is getting to a point where, mm-hmm. like, like I said, my Fiat's likely going to be the last petrol-powered daily driver I have. Yeah. Because it's getting to a point where I can own an EV and not have to like have any major inconveniences yeah my uncle was able to drive his tesla from eden prairie up to new london which is like three hours geographic center of 
Minnesota. Mm. Like when you mask your IP address to say like <laughs> you're in Minnesota, it's just dead center there. Nobody's in that part of the thing. Yeah, that, that's that's where that that's where the the farm was. Yeah, it's oh, interesting. Not the farm. What you know what I mean? Like the we're, cabin. The cabin. Yeah, sorry, that's what I said. I mean, we do have a farm up in Little Falls, but I don't know oh. if he drove that there. I can't see the left side of the graph. I'd pull this over. 250 kilowatts. Yeah, honestly, if it sustains over 200 and over 200 kilowatts till 50 percent, that's very impressive. Um, I, I just, I don't believe that that's sustainable and or long-term. I, I'm, I'm very happy if it is. Also, I wonder if that, I wonder if that causes any long-term damage to the battery. It will. And over yeah. time they'll patch that out too. Cause when I first got my car, it would charge twice as fast as it does now. But, uh, back to Jan's point, like her uncle a few years ago was able to, you know, make these like semi long road trips, mm-hmm. which is like, and he was able to do that with his Tesla with. And again, very little years ago, yeah, too. Years ago, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, he's been dead for two years, so. Yeah, yeah it was like 20, so, I mean, 2017, I think he did that. Because yeah. that, that was before he rolled it. Right? So, I mean, we're looking at a yeah. difference of architecture and I mean, here. He oh, yeah, I still did about it that. after he rolled it, yeah. yeah. I was actually talking to my uncle who was in the, or I was talking to my cousin who was in the car with my uncle. Because, uh, like, I mean, we didn't talk about it for a while because, like, we legally could not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, I hadn't talked to my cousin about it because, you know, my uncle died shortly after the legal case was closed. So we just never talked about it. And this Christmas we were talking about it. And he was like, yeah, um, that was like, I don't think we would have survived if we weren't in a Tesla. And he was, like, explaining to me. Well, like, modern what, car. It, it barrel rolled yeah. down a hill into, into a, a lake. Swamp. I mean, yeah. I understand the, the Model S, especially when it was launched, but even today is really a safe car. But, I mean, you look at these, like, NHTSA and stuff like that. Like, they have to constantly invent harder tests because yeah, well, yeah. all the cars are acing them. Well, but, that's like, like, the, yeah. the Mitsubishi Mirage. What if there's like, this telephone pole? And we we slid the car into it on the passenger side, yeah. the driver's side door, at forty like a miles an hour. Fully packed yeah. Tesla S. No, yeah, like, yeah. like oh. and at all. the worst thing was um, my other my younger cousin's ex girlfriend had some memory issues, at, like about the accident. Okay, yeah, I mean if it's and, just short term, and okay, I mean, yeah, that sucks. She but just, I mean, she just doesn't remember the accident. Oh, okay, that's um, and then that also could be trauma too from it. Was a head injury. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, and then Modi like, does those to me too. Um, and then my cousin had like a busted up either shoulder or knee. Damn that you, Tesla, it. for busting up a knee. Right, so, and in <clears throat> the car like rolled a couple of times, and that's, that's a, just. In the thing is, like the Tesla overall is gonna like you. You'll put your faith into that. Yeah. Yeah, as a car, over a Volkswagen. Uh, Scott, to your point. Uh, I want to believe all of this, but again, when things were first launched with Tesla, I'm just going to keep using them because they were the first really to do a long-range EV that was usable. They, they mm. didn't have enough data to know what they could do sustainably long-term. So, yes, I, I am looking at the graph here. I'm like, that's super impressive. A lot of that is due to the 800-volt technology, but there's also heat dissipation from the cells. You have to look at the long-term longevity. You have to look at cell chemistry. This is not you. You graph this car in five years. That that so that Maris th- up there. My, this is my other. That's not going to be talking like talking about the Porsche. The Porsche is a Volkswagen. Volkswagen historically has always lied yeah. about everything for the last twenty years. They yeah. just constantly every car they've, they've made they've lied about something on them. I would like. I to have quote no you. faith in Volkswagen 
actually being able to do this on a regular basis. Volkswagen will find a way to ruin it. Yeah, you they're going to find a way to true. ruin it, and this is how they're doing it. They're going to kill these batteries. And, like, the Tesla, like, this tapers off for a reason to protect the battery. Do you know what this, this curve is right here? This is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of miles of data yeah. mm-hmm. coming back from past cars, yeah. telling them what is and is That's not safe for the cells. That's why it's a lumpy. It is. Yeah. And like this, this is great, but like you are, you are absolutely destroying the substrate on your batteries doing this. These are that's not. If this car also has an eight-year, hundred-thousand-mile battery warranty, they're gonna lose their shirt. This is Dieselgate 2.0. Also, I I want to say that I have no faith that this is actually what you're gonna see in the real world. I think this is independent testing here. But I mean, like, it's one of those things. Like with With, Dieselgate, even if you independently tested it, if you you would have gotten the same response. And this was a manufacturer-supplied car. Yeah, so. so I think if you go buy yourself a used Taken and you just do the math yourself without actually testing anything, without yeah. testing the actual output, you test you test the amount of time it takes to charge your battery, mm-hmm. how long that battery lasts, Yeah. you do your math with that, I think if you do it that way, you're probably going to get a completely different result because I would not put that past Volkswagen. And Volkswagen, with EV chargers, yeah. Volkswagen has enough... Uh, I guess enough cover to say, oh, it could have been the charger, could have been this, could have been that, could have been the other thing, could have been corrosion, like it right. could have been anything, right? Or it could have just been bullshit testing on part of Volkswagen. Weird because is... their their first product, VAG's first product that had a battery like yeah. that, I think it was the the uh, either the Panamera or the Cayenne plug-in hybrid. Yeah, a hundred percent of those vehicles had to get recalled because yeah. of the battery. I've, and, like, the e-Golf is really good, but that thing had very modest claims because it was yeah. a compliance vehicle. So this, the 800-volt electrical system lets you shove current in and out faster. Yes. It doesn't let you abuse batteries more. I, I do think that Porsche is capable of making a perfectly fine EV. It's just whenever Volkswagen Auto Group makes a claim saying that they're better than anybody else, I take that with the biggest grain of salt. Especially seen. when it's a brand new product on an area they haven't played in before. Yeah, like, like this just screams untrue. Yeah, like it's one of those things where it's like you know what, Volkswagen never made any claims about the two point five five cylinder. Mm-hmm. It was a great engine. Well, after the first couple of years, yeah. Yeah, but like, <laughs> whenever Volkswagen makes a claim about anything, it always turns out to be garbage soon after. Like Volkswagen made their claim yeah. about like their water cooled stuff turned out to be hugely problematic one a few years later. Volkswagen made yeah. their claim about the um, all-wheel drive systems on the Passats, problematic. Volkswagen's <laughs> made their claim about air suspension on the Touareg, problematic. Diesel. Volkswagen has made their diesel, which, <laughs> the, the 2OT. I mean, every time Volkswagen makes a claim, yeah. like in the last, I'd say, 40 years. Volkswagen's like, goodness kind of has the same lumpy nature as this yeah, graph here. Exactly. And it's one of those things where it's like, if you go below that, the graph and you're like, mm-hmm. I want something that Volkswagen isn't talking about. Like if I want the two liter Jetta that you can still get, it's still an eight valve that nobody talks about. Yep. That's good. Yep. That'll work. That'll keep working. Yeah. If you want the two five, if like, a few years ago, that would have worked. If you wanted the turbo thing that they advertise, don't get the advertised thing. Get the thing they don't talk about. Yeah. Cause that thing actually sits there. And that the reason they still make things like the two O eight valve is so they can say look at what percentage of our cars are still on the on the road today and it's like yeah the one you don't talk about that you sell to rental companies. ABA 30 years later <laughs> yeah exactly congratulations so yeah i just i don't i don't i don't trust them at all uh, I, I feel like i owe it to the audience who at least cover these uh 
touting that they're unleashing 350 kilowatt charging capabilities soon. Too expensive, backseat's too small, but the Sport Turismo is interesting. I will agree. The Sport that's, Turismo that's is a wagon. That's regarding, beautiful. Regarding the Porsche? Yeah. So mm. they're, they're making a shooting brake version. If you extrapolate Tesla's unrestricted curve on the Porsches, though, you can see it. Uh, there's no such thing as an unrestricted curve on a Tesla. Um, they're too worried about warranty, etc. Abused Teslas can be cooked if not managed. That's true. Yeah. That's true, but again, you can't uncork a Tesla. I mean, they're all OTA linked. So any Tesla that's being tested in the last two years is going to have software limits. Yeah, You're not allowed to charge them any harder than they will let you. And that's been progressively cut down over time because like, the number of DC charge events mm-hmm. cuts it down. Yes. How hard you DC charge them cuts it down. How many miles around the car charges yes. it, it cuts it down. So like, that's a brand new car. I, I assume the Model 3 is brand new too. But again, what you're looking at here, the peak, great. Yes, you're going to get a way higher peak with an 800-volt system just because you can dump that many more amps through the same size conductor into the pack, but you're still dealing with roughly the same number of cells, the same number of kilowatt hours. And if you're talking like for like, if you're talking prismatic to prismatic, which we're not here, you're going to have the same results. You're going to kill the battery way faster doing this. So unfortunately, Porsche, they spent a lot of money on R&D. I know VAG does too, but Tesla has a ton of car data coming back to them, millions of miles. I also want to say, like, do I trust Tesla fully? No. no, God, no. I'm not but, advocating for Tesla. Don't go buy a Tesla because but of this. What, what, but I'm, what, what we're saying here is that Volkswagen has shown a track record. They have a history. It's like, it's like in bullshit. It's, it's like in 2020, whenever Donald Trump said anything, you're like, yeah, okay. Like, that's how I am with Volkswagen. Yeah. It's like whenever they say anything, I'm all right. Like, and Scott also noted, like, the sponsored nature is the biggest caveat. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's Volkswagen. Like, I. It's one of those things. If Subaru sponsors something, Subaru is not afraid to take an L on something. Like they, yeah, they were. They're going to spin it because they have a marketing department. Mm-hmm. But like when you look at their data, Subaru's not going to like straight up lie to you on their data that they get from their sponsored things. So the Corolla did better here. Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah, it did. You're right. <clears throat> but you know, our car rolls over better or something. Like, uh, <laughs> like, so, you, so your knees, our bumper is better for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Subaru, will, like th- they'll spin their like car kind of sucking whereas like Volkswagen like they just like come up with the most ridiculous test to just say that their cars are better which is not yeah I don't trust I I don't either it's it's a great it's a I mean it is a great product I'm glad it's on the market but like they really need to step back with their claims on this thing yeah it's it's, like it's not gonna weather well and this is the thing is like this is why like going back to Neo uh, I talked about Mm -hmm. the beginning of the episode like I have a lot of faith in them because they're not Volkswagen like they don't have a huge bar to jump over. Like no. beating Tesla at their game right now is like being Ferrari in the eighties. Like Tesla's very You can good. learn from all their mistakes. Yeah, Tesla's very good. They're not perfect. There no. are so many ways that you can completely tip over Tesla's success. Like Tesla is Ferrari in the eighties. Tesla is the Ford Model T in the thirties. Like Tesla- No, we've done so many episodes. <laughs> I know. But uh, Tesla is the reason that they're there is, like, so did you mention? No, I did not mention that. But, yes, they do have that's a really solid-state cool. battery pack that they're doing. That was one of the things that were mentioned on If that. they're actually doing it, that's huge news because, like, this has been, like, oh, yeah, we can do a solid-state battery, but nobody has. Yeah, so Neo, I'm a big fan. Um, Very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Neo. I have a lot of faith in what they're potentially going to do. And it's like I said, like, right now, all you have to do is beat the reliability of a 308. Like, right now, it's just... 
All you have it's, to do is understress a, all of your components, and it's fine. It's such an easy bar to like pass, like being better than Porsche or Tesla right now. Yeah, you're it's expecting like, the Chinese car to be terrible. So if you make it pretty good, if you if you get like a little bit more reliable than a Tesla, like you're mm-hmm. good. And the thing is, like Tesla's like Achilles heel is their product, like their consistency of quality. Is, I think like, their biggest Achilles heel right now is the fact that they don't have a tax credit in this country, and a lot of other people do. But that's mm-hmm. restricted but that's, to the United States. But I, that's the thing. I'm talking about like as an actual product, though. Yeah. Like Tesla, like one Model Three could be completely better than another Model Three. At this it could point. be. And uh, I feel like if Neo can just get, if they can build a car. That's seventy percent of Honda's consistency of of build quality. Mm-hmm. Like you're that right there alone will well, eat well, away you have at to Tesla meet sales. certain other yeah. specs too. But yes, but I mean, like if you can build a car that is similar, and the only way it is like objectively like stand out better mm-hmm. is like just build quality. That's all you need to do to tip over Tesla right so now. So what you're saying is Neo should buy Polestar. Yeah, like, and then we can get Neos branded as Polestar series <laughs> with be better great. seats in the states. Yeah, but I mean, like with the solid state battery. Um, but yeah, so I, I just think it's one of those things where it's like right now we're just like we're complaining about like we're we're, we're comparing '80s Lamborghini to '80s Ferrari, and like you just have this like '80s Honda like off in the distance that's gonna overtake everybody. I have, I'm really hoping that Neo's that '80s Honda. That's actually an oddly good analogy because all these companies right now are like 1980s Italian car marketing yeah. departments, like. like they're, look how much better we are. They're having a big dick contest, and they all have 300 horsepower. There's a million like, horsepower. I'm like, it's not, it's, though. It's, you have 401, sir. <laughs> it's a million. Round up. Like, you, you have like entirely attainable things. Like If anybody put any actual effort into this, like yeah. they could totally tip them over. But like, everybody else And they like, will. And it, there's a lot of balls in motion already yeah. to do it. So I, I'm really excited to well, just watch all that's this the stuff. Thing. That's in the nineties it was Honda that really tipped over Ferrari and then mm-hmm. Toyota came and then Mitsubishi came and Nissan came and there's everybody uh, the Toyota's floodgates back. the floodgates opened. But you had to have that first brand where they were kind of living on a prayer mm-hmm. and their one thing was like, you know what, slow down. Everything's gonna be made as good as as good as possible. Mm-hmm. It might not sell as many but once the word gets out, it's going to sell gangbusters. BRB, I'm going to go buy a Tucker. Yeah, exactly. Ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's post-war, kind of. Some of them were. Yeah. They were um, engineered pre-war. So, anyway, I want to move on to my last topic. Um, Lexus, Toyota, um, says that they want to construct more... Waiting yeah. for it. Body-on-frame trucks. Hey, which and is yes. weird, because they just pulled out of the United States. With the, well, with the Land Cruiser. Yeah, the Land Cruiser, but they're keeping the GX in the LX here. Okay, good. So Lexus is going to take over with the body-on-frame trucks, but the reason is, is like, the Ford Bronco is doing so well. Mm-hmm. And it's not selling like, all the other ones that suck. And it's like, yeah, Ford Bronco's pretty fuel's great. fuel's currently cheap and everyone's stuck at home, so they don't yeah. pay attention. And also, like, the other thing is that the Ford Bronco, with trucks, what are you going to get? You want a, you want a off-roadable truck. Because the Forerunner can't do that anymore. Because it's an electric transfer case. <laughs> and the kind of off-roading that people uh, lump off-roading into can be done in an MR2 Spider. But, I mean, that's the thing of an off-roader where you can comfortably do it. I think what that's... We'll call it a soft rotor. Yeah, soft rotor. Like, but, and that's, I, I think, like, if you can comfortably take it down a trail without having to worry about it breaking. Like, I think that's what people are looking for. Like, up north, cabin... 
Like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about taking to, like, Moab or something. I'm talking about, like, uh, a plowed off-road, like a dirt, a, a crumbly dirt road. I is think you could do that in pretty much anything with but, I mean, like, things ground were, clearance. Yeah, ground clearance. And But the thing is, like, with a lot of these other crossover trucks is, like, you have to, the traction control go bananas. The transfer case will just break because it's active all-wheel drive. I think what... Oh, let me stab this brake on real quick. Exactly, like, that's terrible for the spider gears. Yeah, yeah, don't 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 do that. Like, whereas like the Bronco actually is just more of, is close to like a proper off roader that you can get. Meanwhile, in France, we have a Deschevaux, and the Bremac Taos is on the Chevaux? is on its way here, which is gonna just shit on everything. So excited about that! The Taos. That's what I want. Like live, really bad. live teeny tiny live axles, <laughs> yes, big levers that it, connect it, it, stuff. It is a, a burly manual transmission. Oh. You want the Bremach Tauses? It's like Jason Momoa in a suit. Who is that? Uh, the guy plays Aquaman with like the beard and he's all like burly. He's like a macho man. Just like no, nope. yeah, he's nope. like just like the ultimate. Like, it's like Macho Man Randy Savage in okay. a suit. That's okay. a J- Jason Momoa's Samoan Macho Man Randy Savage. The suit is made by the cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's gonna like, uh, but like, uh, anybody that's like trying to make a truck right now to to oh. stand out, like you're gonna, you want to make a off-road manual truck, manual, hopefully. But even then, I'm not holding out too much hope for that. I would take a Taos. Yeah, I will take a Taos over a automatic Lexus. Yep. But that's the thing is, I the more body on frame trucks, the better because I'm. You may as well. They already don't sell at all, so you may as well keep making them. Well, and that's the thing is, like, also they don't sell at all. But they don't sell that many. But like, there's only one, maybe two options. You can get, you can get a really shitty Jeep. You can get a Ford Bronco. You can't really get a Japanese option, like because the Jimny isn't, isn't here. here. The G wagon is unit body now. Yeah, and it's also got an independent rear suspension. Front so, and the rear. Oh, the rear's not live okay. axle stuff. Um, no, I've seen the Tahoe. That's what it is. The Tahoe's yep. independent suspension. Have you around. seen one of those on the Disgusting. road? Disgusting. How low those control oh, yeah, arms it, hang? It is. It is just. Ooh. It's a Buick Rendezvous. Yeah, it is. It is just a tall car. How was that? Oh, what did they call that all-wheel drive system back then? Versatrack. Yes. Versatrack. Yes. Oh, it was bad. So I've seen a minivan do that before. Maybe it's not really a minivan. But like, that's the thing. Is like, but it is. Like right now. So like, right now the the trucking world is so weak because you don't have any good like body on frame like actual off roaders. Right. That like. Kia a couple of years ago they did a Sorrento commercial where they just drove a Sorrento through Moab with the control with the sway bars un, unhooked, mm-hmm. and it actually did better than its competition. And it was a Sorrento, which probably is had not a good off decent tires too, probably. But. Uh, no, they just did like they did like a test where it was just like it was also one of those things that were like sponsored by Kia. Oh, but oh. like ah. they did, they took like they took a bunch of like crossovers and disconnected the sway bar links and the Sorrento did the best. And it's like, that is such a low bar to beat. Like anybody can do that. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'm like, yeah, I could do the same thing. In all my, all you need to do that. is just take a GX and put on a lower profile bumper, a skid plate and raise the body up like extra two inches and get some clunkier tires and you're fine. Like, you'll, you'll do better than all your competition. And even stock. I mean, let's be honest, this is probably going to do better than, like an LR3 or something. Yeah, and and that's the thing is also these body and frame trucks. Toyota's proven that they can make them good. Like the Sequoias are great, the Land Cruisers are great, the LX and the GX are great. There was the Forerunner is great. Well, it was great. I was gonna say there were a bunch. I think the maybe the Burma 
special on Top Gear or whatever when they bought um, three, like uh, Jeremy had the Range Rover. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. All the support vehicles were just stock LXs. Yeah, that's all they were. And like none of those got stuck. No, they didn't. So, like, I don't know what, like, the, Toyota knows what they're doing with this. And that's what I'm saying. Like, with Lexus that's saying a that they want, when Lexus is saying they want to put more of their bo- body on frame trucks Do coming it. to America, like, sure. it's going to be really good. And also, I'd be extremely worried if I was Ford right now, because... Ford offers a manual transmission. But that's the thing. But you have the Bremach that's coming. That's Which gonna, is the real answer here. That's going to eat away all of the people that want a manuals. They're going to just end up with a Bremach Taos. I'm going to go ahead and call it a uh, UAS Patriot. Yeah, <clears throat> with an UAS Patriot. Um, <laughs> and then you're going to have <clears throat> Lexus taking all the luxury buyers. Yeah. Like, Ford's be dead in the water again, because they're making a vehicle that just gets caught in the fray. So, I'm a big fan of it. Jana, what do you think about Lexus making body-on-frame big trucks? I mean, that's fine, but I'm, when I think of, like, a rough-and-tumble truck, I think of, like, Toyota, so... Making it luxurious feels weird. That's a good point. I feel like... Because, I, I mean, well, there's definitely a market for those luxurious truck owners. Like, yeah. I remember back in the early 2000s, all the cool wrappers or whatever had, like, Escalades, like that mm. luxury truck. Escalades, yeah. Cayennes. And yeah, everything. but, like, a luxury truck just doesn't make sense to me but because... This... This platform's kind of going the way of the G-Wagon, though, because, I mean, that started yeah. life as the most utilitarian thing like a Land Cruiser did, True. and now it's only available as this super high luxury trim vehicle that still happens to be really good off-road. I think the other thing is with these luxury brands that do it, um, luxury brands can get away with more than your normal brand. Because, yeah. like, if you get into a Toyota and your Toyota isn't a Sienna at this point, your average buyer is not going to get it. Or a Corolla GR. Yeah. Like, your average buyer is not going to get it. But, like, because of the Galandewagen, I think that uh, Lexus can get away. And they're like, people are yeah. like, why is it so rough? It's like, like you don't complain about the G-Wagon. Like, but, but I think, like... I love the G-Wagon. Like, if you, like, were to make a modern FJ40, they're like, why is this not as comfortable as a Highlander? And then you say, well, you don't complain about the G-Wagon. They're like, the G-Wagon's totally different. It's not anymore, though. But, I mean, that's the thing. It's yeah. like, they're not... Com- they're not competitor brands well they're you, they're not in the same segment either no not at all and i think that having the the g-wagon be the comparable like the vehicle that, like saves off-roading i think it's hilarious a eh? but um i think yeah jam at face value it it does seem kind of odd to have the luxury brands be the ones that have trucks and i think if they made it made it more burly and less luxury i think that's like, a good i think key. you can definitely combine the two but just like if as long as it maintains its utilitarian purpose and at I think the end it of the does. day. And I, a certain amount of this has to do with the fact that since it is such a low-volume vehicle, yeah. the transaction price has to yeah. stay really high, and, and the margins have to stay high for them to keep to them here. So I think that's probably why they do it. Also, another big thing is that if you look at the people who actually buy off-roader vehicles, they, yes. are, they, aren't, they aren't poor. No. There's a reason they can spend the weekend off-roading in Moab, getting like 10 miles per gallon on a good day. Tell you right. Yeah. Um, so I, I think actually going back to what you're talking about, you want something to be, you know, have a luxury option. That's still going to be a little burlier. You can get a manual transmission. It's going to be really good off road. You're not going to have to worry about braking. Ooh, I was Patriot. All these signs are pointing to the Bremont tile. It's going to, it's going to, if that actually makes it to America, that's going to just wipe the floor. It had better. Else. Cause you can't buy a Jimny here. And that thing is just the mm-hmm. happiest little I, guy. I honestly think if I 
if I can afford a, a new ass Patreon, I might end up getting it. I will. I will buy a Brimac Taos. I will so absolutely buy a Brimac Taos. Like I really want that. <laughs> I have no use God, for it, but I yeah, I really I want it too. Well, I'm, I, like I, you guys have used for it because yeah, Jenna she, could put yeah. the GPR in it. But. Yeah, that'd be perfect. And like, oh, it'd be so mint. I love Russian cars. Oh. I really love Russian cars. As Russian. long as you uh, RDM badge it. Yeah, <laughs> USSRDM. <laughs> I would get. So it fits on a license plate. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that'll be my vanity plate when I get a lot of. But like. <laughs> That would be so weird driving that out there because people are so patriotic out there that it would just... Uh, don't worry. We will get the Russian badging where it says Patriot on the back. Yep. Okay. And they won't know what the hell a Nuaz is. Like, so. we're, we're talking about when I was down there, we literally saw two men with guns standing next to their giant Trump sign. You yeah, also were normal. down there in a Toyota, so it's fine. Yeah. Which is an, the most American vehicle. Well, it is now. I think yeah, we were riding so. in a yeah. Jeep at that point. Oh, okay, but, fine. Which is also very American, even though it's not. Even though it's actually yeah. Italian. I'm just ready for the UAZ Patriot to come here. I want that so bad. It is so cool. I feel like we need to revisit it. Hey, but. can we, um, why is that not on our, on our uh, You didn't page? put it in the thing, and I didn't I, think to add it. I, I, I just thought about it. We should just have the UAZ Patriot on there. Uh, T-A-O-S. B-R-E-M-A-C-H. Oops. There it is. Ah, uh, Bremach. Oh, oh God. what just a glorious thing. $26,000 base race. Oh, it's perfect. This website's so bad. What's All right, it? let me see if I can find some images. Some images. What a oh, perfect vehicle. Just a just a happy what? little guy. It's so bad. Oh. oh my god, I want that truck. I've never wanted a truck this bad. <laughs> Look at that classy Russian Jimny. It it literally it looks like This is just the Montero that we test say, drove with a modern body on it. It it looks like a Montero sport. Like, this is just a perfect vehicle. <laughs> they should have called Mitsubishi and had it brought in as a Mitsu. Honestly, what if they end up buying Mitsubishi from just the just, <laughs> just for the dealers? Yeah, and it just, would work. That would probably revive all of Mitsubishi. All right, if, so Braymock, if you're listening, Uaz, buy Mitsubishi, seriously. keep the Mirage, and then build this and bring it here through their networks. God, that's great. What so a, yeah, this, this should vehicle. this should absolutely be in our on our landing or our normal page for our cameras. Anyway. You mean this thing? Yes, that thing. Anyway, <laughs> so thank you for listening to us babble on about how great this UAZ is. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. It's going to be good. I want good this to times. come here. I want to know when the release date is. I'll get in line. I'm going to stand in line at a Bremont dealership like you stand in line at Micro Center. For cold toes. Yeah, just be very excited. Just so I can pay $300 a month for my truck. <laughs> also, it's got tiny brakes. All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs>